the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's a favored nations clause where the amount paid by the government for a particular drug would not exceed the lowest amount paid by other nations or companies. Why should other nations pay much less than us? Prices in other countries are often lower because governments directly negotiate with manufacturers. Greg Clugston, The White House. With the possibility of aftershocks and temperatures going into the 100-degree level over the next several days, officials in Southern California are taking precautions where a couple of major earthquakes have struck in the last week. The California National Guard is out, adding logistical support and aircraft. Governor Gavin Newsom says everybody in the country ought to learn from this. This is SRN News. Hugh Hewitt believes the president needs to get the census back. Right now, Democrats are dancing over the census decision that was handed down by the Supreme Court saying you had to strike the immigration status question. The census power is detailed in Article 1, but it's been delegated by the Article 1 Congress to the president. So it's the president's power. He needs to get it back. The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 5 on AM 1280. The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Let's take a look at your Twin Cities forecast brought to you by Great Plains Windows and Doors. High of 82 degrees today, low of 64, but we do have a chance of isolated thunderstorms throughout the day. And the best and longest running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities is right here on The Patriot. Join Mitch Berg and Brad Carlson of the Northern Alliance Radio Network every Saturday and Sunday afternoon at 1 p.m. because each week the NARN brings you the best in local, political, and conservative talk. Speaking of the NARN, the Brad Carlson Show gets started right now. Views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T minus three, two, one. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan, here is the closer, Brad Carlson. AM 1280 The Patriot. It is the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with another edition of the broadcast we like to call The Closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thank you as always for tuning into the show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take your phone calls at 651-289-4488. If you'd like to send us a tweet via Twitter, feel free to do so. Just use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in to our various Northern Alliance Radio Network programming. You can hear my friend and colleague, King Banyan, on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. It's the King Banyan Show every Saturday from 9 to 11 a.m. And my friend and colleague, Mitch Berg, on these very airwaves, AM 1280, The Patriot. He is the headliner edition right here on AM 1280, Saturdays, 1 to 3 p.m. And I am the closer, closing out weekends, Sundays, 1 to 3 p.m., right here, obviously, on AM 1280. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. And uh, congratulations to the United States uh, women's soccer team. They uh, captured the World Cup, defeating the Netherlands two to nothing. There you have it. Two to nothing is your final score. Uh, is it, is this correct? It's their second consecutive World Cup championship because I believe they won the one in 2015, right? I okay. think this is back to back, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I've been hearing that it is it is back to back. So okay, so it's. Uh, I, I follow it so little that's like okay, so it's every four years, and then I have to do the math in my head. Let's see, uh, the 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 most notable women's World Cup is when Brandy Chastain yanked off her jersey yes. in 1999. Mm-hmm. 
So that was 20 years ago, divide by four. Yeah, okay, so yeah. yeah it's, it's, every, every it's like the Olympics. It's just every four <laughs> years. But it's it's on an even, or it's on an odd year scale as opposed to like the Men's World Cup or the Olympics. So it can get a little bit confusing. I don't know what that says about me, that that's the first thing I went to when I said the 1999 Women's World Cup is Brandy Shastain yanking off her jersey. I don't know what that says about yeah, me. but uh, I don't know either. Uh, I'm not going to elaborate any further. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I just uh, remember the... Uh, but one of the iconic images is, and forgive me, I forget the goalie's name. And I'm forgetting a lot of names recently because I'm older now. But the goalie of the 1999 World Cup championship team made an incredible save, I believe, during the shootout. Hmm. Um, I can I can Google it uh, while I'm thinking of it. But, yeah, that's that's one thing that stood out, too. That's another iconic image and mm-hmm. that uh, allowed Brandy Chastain to have her uh, heroics. Right. So, um yeah, let me see. Goal, 1999 World Cup. Uh, the goalie is uh, Brianna Scurry. I knew okay. it was Brianna. Brianna Scurry. Yeah, she blocked a penalty uh, shootout kick by uh, China's Yang Lu during overtime of the Women's World, Women's World Cup. So, again, that allowed Brandy Shastain's heroics to take place. Right. So, there you go. Cool. Uh, so, I probably should have mentioned Brianna Scurry's name first to... Uh, Kind That's of okay. preclude this, me from sounding like a complete pervert. I, this uh. is the first time I've heard that name. <laughs> I've, I've never heard of her name, so I'll, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. It's okay. And of course, I know Mia Hamm only because she's married to Nomar Garcia Para. Oh, oh yeah, really? Yeah, I didn't know that. Interesting. So, does that make me then misogynist then because I only know her because of her husband? I don't. I, I don't know. What I'm stepping you are. in all sorts of uh, uh, rakes yeah, here. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we should get on to uh, the the show <laughs> topics. What do you think? I yeah, don't that know. sounds good. Well, uh, you've obviously, Jason, been following the uh, the Nike flap with uh, Colin Kaepernick, yes, and yes. Uh, everything that's gone on from there. I've I've said it on this show before that Nike, in my opinion, is the world's greatest troll, whether they hmm. intend to be or not. What about Donald Trump? Well, <laughs> I'm well just kidding. I'm just very noteworthy. Yeah, but he does it deliberately. Uh, I suppose Nike. I don't know if they're doing it deliberately, but well played if they are. Uh, and I mentioned this before, back when they hired Colin Kaepernick as a spokesperson. Mm-hmm. And I said it also at the time, too, Colin Kaepernick has pulled off one of the greatest heists in American history because, you know, he knelt during the 2016 season and then he's not had a job in the NFL since. That's been two NFL seasons since then, obviously. And he's not, not held a job since then. But yet he's gotten all this publicity for not playing football and then he gets signed to this lucrative deal as a Nike spokesperson. So basically, he's made as probably as much money as he could have made as a backup quarterback. Because really, had he had he not knelt during 2016, he probably would have been cut by the 49ers anyways because his performance was declining. It had been declining for the past for the final three years of his career. That's indisputable. So he would have been signed as a backup quarterback and would have made, what, a couple million dollars maybe here and there? So He, he was going to have a chance to start, though. Yeah. I mean, people did see the fact that he like brought the Niners to a title game and stuff like that. Right, I'm sure he was I, on the mild decline he that declined. season. Yeah, yeah, the season that season. But 14, 15, and 16, I there was he, a noticeable decline. There's yeah, no question about it. No question about it. But I think he could have bounced back if none of this happened. I think he could have found a starting job at least. But then obviously the domino fell when he decided to kneel and then everything after that happened. I think he would have eventually because you see some of the starting quarterbacks are out there yeah. now. And yeah, I, <laughs> I, point granted. But I'll say initially he might have been taking a backup job. That's Yeah, that's yeah, that's fair. So my point is, had he done that, he would have probably made as much money as he's making now as a Nike spokesperson, but yet he doesn't have to endure the physical beating he would have taken on the field. This is the greatest heist in the history. Yeah, he just of says. Sports, he in just my says. Opinion. Yeah, he just says. Okay, those shoes are racist. Those shoes aren't racist. Yeah. Those shoes are racist. Those shoes aren't racist. So, of course, what we're talking about is uh, there was a. I just had the story up that I wanted to um, that I wanted to read from, and I just uh, I just must have. Uh, Close the um, close the browser. This is from uh, ESPN.com story from this past week. Nike struck down a plan to release a shoe featuring the original version of the U.S. flag this week at the request of Colin Kaepernick, according to a report by the Wall Street Journal. Now, let me interject something here. A lot of people say, well, turns out 
Kaepernick is just a huge fraud because he said the only reason he was kneeling during the national anthem, it had nothing to do with a flag. It had nothing to do with being anti-American or not being a patriot. It had to do with trying to bring light to social injustices, Mm -hmm. i.e. African-Americans who are suffering at the hands of police brutality. That was his main issue. Mm -hmm. And people called him out on it and said, oh, okay. So it turns out it was about the flag after all. Well, this is the original flag of the 13th. At when America declared its independence from British rule because it only had the 13 stars yep. representing the 13 colonies that were in existence when America declared its independence. So technically, this isn't about the current American flag. All right. But nevertheless, it's it's not a great look for Kaepernick. I'll continue to read on. Uh, the shoe, the Air Max One Quick Strike 4th of July, featured a logo of the original U.S. flag, the design of which by popular lore, is credited to Betsy Ross with 13 stars in a circle. The Journal reports that Kaepernick told Nike it shouldn't use that version of the flag as he and others consider it an offensive symbol due to its connection to a time when slavery was legal. Okay, now this is what I have an issue with. 1776, America declared its independence from under British rule. Was slavery still legal? Yeah. Was it an abomination? It's always been an abomination. No doubt about it. But America was already taking strides toward freedom and liberty, even though not all people in this country were beneficiaries of it, particularly the African, the, the uh, black people that were brought here for the purposes of slavery. No doubt about it. There was still a time to evolve. But this idea that any symbol say, well, we can't have that. Uh, we can't have the American flag uh, with the 50 stars on it because uh, well, look what look, look what happened in, uh, in in the late 1960s in in Southern California in the Watts area. All these African Americans were were hosed down by police. I mean, there's always going to be some things that are going on in this country that we shouldn't be proud of. But you're telling me that 1776? That's the only thing that we should be thinking about this country is that there was still slavery going on? No, it was evolving still, and obviously declaring your independence from Britain is a huge step mm-hmm. toward freedom and liberty and, and justice for all, as outlined in the Pledge of Allegiance. So in a statement, Nike said it chose not to release the shoe as it featured an old version of the American flag. Nike released a second statement later Tuesday saying, we regularly make business decisions to withdraw initiatives, products, and services. Nike made the decision to halt distribution of the Air Max One Quick Strike 4th of July based on concerns that it could unintentionally offend and detract from the nation's patriotic holiday. Nike is a company proud of its American heritage and our continuing engagement supporting thousands of American athletes, including the U.S. Olympic team and U.S. soccer teams. We already employ 35,000 people in the U.S. and remain committed to creating jobs in the U.S., including a significant investment in an additional manufacturing center, which will create 500 new jobs. Of course, Kaepernick kneeled during the National Anthem in 2016 to protest racial injustice and police brutality in the United States. He was a San Francisco 49ers quarterback at the time. He's not played in the NFL since opting out of his contract after that season. Well, again, I know this is splitting hairs, but it always drives me nuts when they say Kaepernick opted out. People say, well, he could have still been playing, but he chose to opt out. No, it was a mutual option where he could have opted out or the team could have opted out. The team was going to opt out of Colin Kaepernick's contract, the 49ers. So he launched a preemptive strike saying, you know what, I'm going to get out of this first so I can have that much more time to look for a job. So, again, splitting hairs, I get that, but I, I believe these kind of facts matter. And didn't I see, I mean, I don't have an exact source for this, but this is just best based off who I've talked to about this issue. Haven't certain white supremacy groups adopted the Betsy Ross flag in the last recent couple of years or so, and that's also come into the decision of why Nike decided to pull the shoe? Well, then say that. If that that would be that would be legitimate, mm-hmm. but at the same time, are you going to let a small minority of the population, i.e., these white supremacist idiots, you know, these knuckle draggers, are you going to allow them to dictate what the flag should, what any flag should mean? I mean, I mean and, and, and if that, but if that's the case, then Nike could have come out and said that. That might have been more palatable for others. I would have still taken issue saying. You know what? White su- white supremacy is not as as prevalent as people are making it out to be. Is it still an issue? Of course it is, and these people should 
have lights shown on them like cockroaches, and hopefully they scatter. No, no question about it. But the, but I think that the media has an agenda in blowing it up, making it seem more pervasive than it really is, because it reflects poorly upon Trump, someone that the the, the media hates. Now, again, I, I I don't. Please don't think that I'm saying that white supremacy is not a problem. I'm just saying it's not as pervasive an issue as it used to be. Anytime there's someone saying the, those kind of disgusting things, uh, they need to be exposed for the disgusting individuals they are. Do they have a right to say it? Yeah, they do, but it doesn't make it any less disgusting. Now, do you think if, you know, Kaepernick were not an advisor for Nike and stuff like that, do you think Nike would have even had an issue here with putting these shoes out? I mean, the fact that Depends Kaepernick who got— it, protested, it, it, I guess. Would it, anybody have protested? Right. Right, exactly. So, like, just because you have Kaepernick in here, um, that doesn't necessarily mean, I mean, that people are, you're still probably going to sell the shoe, but you, when you got such a polarizing figure like Colin Kaepernick, especially siding with that, it was a pretty easy business decision. And, of course, Nike's trying to make money. They don't want to be tied in with potential white supremacy groups or racist stuff like that. But I'm still wondering, like, would have this even been a story? Would we even be talking about the Betsy Ross fag in any capacity right now? If it weren't for the fact that Colin Kaepernick worked for Nike, I don't think we would be. I'm skeptical, but I don't think anybody would care. Honestly, I don't think anybody would really care about the Betsy Ross flag unless Colin Kaepernick would have said something about it. But when we come back, I'm going to talk about why Colin Kaepernick himself is a vacuous individual and largely irrelevant, and we're giving him way more attention than he deserves. I'll talk about that when we come back by giving him more attention, I guess. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow, hashtag NARNShow. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back in mere moments. Go nowhere. Donald Trump has declared war against the Federal Reserve. The winner will determine the outcome of the world's economy. My name's Adam Barada. I'm the author of the national best-selling book, Gold is a Better Way. Trump has called the Federal Reserve crazy, his number one enemy, and believes they've blown a massive asset bubble that their rising rates will pop. Trump knows he must beat the Fed to the punch before they cause another financial collapse. He'll do this by monetizing gold. His brilliant plan will cause the price of gold to double overnight. I lay it all out in my in-depth report, The Mar-a-Lago Accord. To get this report and a free copy of my best-selling book, text the words Trump Gold to 49776. That's Trump Gold to 49776. The U.S. owns more gold than every nation in the world. Trump's about to use that gold to make America great again. Text Trump Gold to 49776. That's Trump Gold to 49776. If you have an IRA or 401k, you absolutely need to see this. Text Trump Gold to 49776. How would you like to save up to $500 on your next vacation package? Any vacation package anywhere in the world. Just call Superior Travel and mention the code RADIO and save up to $500. We'll design a custom, fantastic vacation just for you. With all the bells and whistles. Not some cookie-cutter vacation, but a unique, all-included vacation customized by one of our exclusive travel experts. And our service is completely free. You pay nothing more. So why waste your time? Let us do it for you. We've got over 100 years of travel experience to help create Create the perfect trip for you. Call now and learn how to save up to $500 on your next custom vacation. Pick up the phone, call Superior Travel, and use the code word RADIO. 800-472-1494. 800-472-1494. That's 800-472-1494. Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? Dennis Prager here inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour, a tour through the land of Israel in December 2019. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. Walk the ancient temple steps, sail on the Sea of Galilee, and so many more unforgettable moments. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your opportunity. With expert guides and important lectures at key sites, We'll be together in the comfort and safety of luxurious accommodations the whole time. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. An extraordinary adventure to Israel can be yours. Join the Stand with Israel Tour with Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher. Happening December 2nd to the 11th. 
Register today at am1280thepatriot.com. Music, please. Welcome back, Cam. Twelve the Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. It is me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning in. Again, feel free to check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. Here to take your phone calls. 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N Show. And just in, as an aside, uh, yes, Mia Hamm and Nomar Garcia-Para are still married. Uh, got married in 2003, so it sounds like they're having a long, prosperous marriage. So congratulations to the happy couple. Still happy after all these years. Uh, we were just making a reference to the World Cup in the first segment. If you're wondering what that's all about, somehow, we won! Hooray! Yeah! Oh yeah! Second consecutive World Cup for the U.S. Women's National Team. Congratulations to the ladies! Uh, what was the final score? Two nil. Two two nil. Yeah. yeah, you have to say nil. You can't say zero in soccer. Otherwise, did. people will get on you for that. You I almost did, and I have to call it football. Football. Yeah. Football. American. Yes. Football. So we were uh, took most of the first segment talking about uh, Nike's decision to pull a shoe with a logo of the Betsy Ross flag design on it uh, at the encouragement of Colin Kaepernick. And a lot of people spewed invectives toward Colin Kaepernick. I mean, there was a lot of disdain towards him for kneeling during the national anthem in 2016 and people engaging in schadenfreude over the fact that he has been unable to get a job ever since. Uh, I, I'm not interested in playing that game. Uh, I had zero, I, Zero issue with players kneeling during the national anthem. I'm sorry if that upsets some of my listeners. I just I don't have an issue with it. No, and really I respect don't. that he went to Nate Boyer, who also played in the NFL for a little bit. I bring that up his, often, uh, yeah. I can't remember if he was in the Marines. I think he was a Special Forces. Special Armed, Forces. I forget, but yes, Green but Beret, I think. He went to Nate Boyer first and discussed this with him, and Nate Boyer was just like, you know what? I think this is a respectful form of protest, so go for it, man. And when he actually was kneeling for the first time, you can see Nate Boy- uh, Boyer standing right next to him with his hand on his shoulder in support of Colin Kaepernick, so... This well, how it started was Kaepernick was sitting on the bench behind his teammates, right. and Nate Boyer took the initiative and said, "Look, man, uh, people like me fought for your freedom to protest against your government without yep. fear of retribution from said body." Amen. But I think it would be better if you were at least with your teammates, showing solidarity with your teammates who want to stand during the flag, but you just kneel beside them. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. Yeah, kneel. Mm-hmm. It was a green beret. I think he was in a green beret encouraging Colin Kaepernick to take a knee. Okay, it just looked better optically than sitting on the bench and just being detached from the rest of right. the team. So yeah, I I disagree with Colin Kaepernick's politics, but I certainly support his decision if he wanted to kneel. I think it's to me. I I'm not a fan of it. I would never do it, but I stop short of saying that telling people that they shouldn't do it. So I bring this up to say. The invective that was thrown has been thrown toward him over this decision. You're, first of all, you're giving him way more the attention than he deserves because how many of these people w- would have even purchased these shoes to begin with? I mean, weren't you boycotting not Nike already when he became a spokesperson? Those of you anti-Kaepernick fans, I, I, re- I, re- I remember my f- social media feeds mm-hmm. when they signed Kaepernick as a spokesperson for the— uh, uh, what what was the slogan? Uh, stand for anything, even means losing everything, or something along those lines. Yeah, something like stand that. Stand for something, even it means yeah. lose everything. Yeah, um, yeah. You made millions of dollars as a football player. Now you're making just as much as you would be as a backup quarterback, being Nike spokesperson. So see this tiny violin over here. Cha-ching. Okay. So uh, anyhow, I bring this up to say that I'm sorry. Any individual who equates the United States government with the Fidel Castro regime has zero credibility with anything for me from me I'm just you, you remember that when that happened yeah when Colin Kaepernick was first asked about why why are you taking a knee and he's talking about America as an oppressive country while he's wearing a Fidel Castro t-shirt yes yes and did, did and, he apologize for that though no he didn't back he doubled on down that? and okay. and bet and I talked about this when this happened on the show so November of 2016. He was a member of the San Francisco 49ers, and they were going to travel to play the Miami Dolphins. Miami, located one of its neighborhoods is Little Havana, where a lot of Cuban refugees still live. By the way, I've said this often. 
I would have loved the Miami Dolphins were thinking about signing him. I would have loved for the Dolphins to have signed him because I would have loved to hear him give his explanation to the Cuban refugees in Little, Little Havana mm. why he thought the Castro regime was a okay. Yeah, just be, saying, yeah. just saying. Uh, so you go back to November 2016. Armando Salguero, he's a beat writer for the Miami Dolphins, and as is custom. Uh, quarterback or a big star from the opposing team usually has a conference call with the writers covering that week's game. So Armando Salguero, who was born in Cuba, and his parents wanted to flee the Castro regime. So what happened was they applied to flee Cuba to to seek asylum in the United States. Well, the millisecond you express that desire, your livelihood's done. Armando Salguero's father lost his job, done, over with. And they had to wait however long to be processed before they could get on a plane to go to the United States. So Armando, young Armando, with his two parents, were about to get on a plane to go to America, seek a new life there. And as is an oppressive communist dictatorship, they decided, yeah, you know what? We'll, we'll, here's what you got to decide. Either dad stays behind or you all stay behind. So basically, they were given a choice. Mom and son can get on a plane and go to America, and Dad has to stay behind, or you all have to stay behind. Okay? So how it happened was uh, apparently Armando's father, you know, well, I'll read the story, uh, that uh, two of us could leave because that's, um, so this Cuban uh, government official told Armando's father to pick who goes and who stays. And here's Armando's story. What ensued next is hazy to me. I know there were tears. I know there was drama. But suffice to say, only my mother and I got on the plane. My dad stayed behind. And for three years, he was unable to reunite with us. Other family members were never able to reunite with us. That life experience in my head, I tell Kaepernick that the United States may not invest as much as he wants on education, actually the investment is staggering, uh, but we also don't break up families here. We do break up families here, Kaepernick responded. That's what mass incarceration is. That was the foundation of slavery. So our country has been based on that as well as the genocide of Native Americans. Based on that, I asked Kaepernick if if he's equating the breaking up of Cuban exile families by a dictator with people being sentenced to prison in the United States. I'm equating the breaking up of families with the breaking up of families, Kaepernick responded. When I read that, it's like, you have zero credibility with me on any political or social issue. If you compare families in a dictatorship being broken up, those who want to seek freedom, with mass incarceration in this country, I'm not saying mass incarceration is not a problem, but I'm sorry. If there are men committing violent crimes, okay, and thus have to serve prison sentences and are separated from their families, that's on the people who are committing the violent crimes and having being sent to prison, okay? Now, again, there are some who are serving unconscionably long prison sentences for drug offenses, okay, as part of the war, war on drugs. And again, the Trump administration has done some things to mitigate that. With criminal justice reform. Is it perfect? No, but it's a step in the right direction. But Kaepernick doesn't even make that distinction. He just says those who are incarcerated in this country, well, yeah, it's the same as as, as Cuban, uh, Cuban government breaking up families who want to seek freedom in the United States. Once I saw that, he had z- you have zero credibility with me at all to talk about anything. And so that's why I say you're giving this individual way too much attention. And this 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 kind of reminded me of something um let me see if I can uh let me see if I could uh, if I could find it. Uh there was a um uh far leftist a progr- uh, progressive group, you know, a bunch of uh vegans who were equating meat eating uh eating meat with the Holocaust. Okay? And uh, you know, another absurd statement like, you know, equating the uh, men committing violent crimes in the U.S. going to prison is the same as as uh, families being broken up in Cuba who want to seek freedom. And Dennis Prager had a had a classic quote, and I think it it applies here, 
when uh, he talked about equating meat eating to the Holocaust, you know, so, or someone was making a reference that meat eating is like the Holocaust. Dennis Prager said, the foolishness of that comment is so deep, I can only ascribe it to higher education. You have to have gone to college to say something that stupid. That's a direct quote from Dennis Prager. And I think that applies here because everybody touts Colin Kaepernick as this thinking man, this uh, highly thoughtful and intellectual individual. Uh, you know, we need to listen to what he has to say. And am I saying Colin Kaepernick is wrong about absolutely everything? No, there, there, there has been an issue with police brutality. No question about it. There's been systemic racism in some police departments in this country. Not Also, not debating that. But my problem is when you paint, paint these broad brush statements like wearing socks with pigs on it with cop hats. Is there an issue with some members of police forces? Absolutely. But to, to equate all of law enforcement as pigs? You lost me. You lost me. So I guess my overall overarching point here is quit giving Colin Kaepernick the attention he doesn't deserve. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. Here's us away in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Brad Carlson, the closer, coming back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. At Walgreens, we know that your day doesn't stop for diabetes. So when you've got places to go and people to see, count on Walgreens every day to get expert diabetes advice 24-7. Find all major brands of testing supplies like Walgreens True Metrics in store and online. And download tools to help you stay on track, like our five-star mobile app with Pill Reminder. At Walgreens, we are your diabetes go-to. Stop by and talk to your pharmacist today. Walgreens, trusted since 1901. You know what's cool? Summer. Beaches, barbecues, fishing, all cool summer stuff. Standard Heating and Air Conditioning also thinks it's cool to be, well, cool in the summer. That's why you can save $900 on a ductless unit or air conditioning system during Standard's Ready, Set, Save sale. If you've always wanted the comfort of AC, now is a great time. If your current AC system is old, a new energy-efficient one can save you on utility bills while also helping you keep your cool and not worry about it breaking down when you need it. Either way, you can save $900 on your new ductless unit or AC system during Standard's Ready, Set, Save sale. Going on now through the end of July. It's just one of the many reasons your neighbors have trusted the experienced professionals of standard heating and air conditioning for nearly 90 years. So get ready, set, and save a cool $900 on a new ductless unit or air conditioning system through July. Find out more at standardheating.com slash patriot. Grab a cup of coffee and help Gallagher's Army at Lucky Station. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. You know Gallagher's Army provides financial assistance to the families of fallen officers when they need it most, as soon as a tragedy occurs. When you buy a cup of coffee at any Lucky's Station convenience store, they're going to make a donation to Gallagher's Army, the Fallen Officer Fund. There's a Lucky's Station store in every corner of the metro. Find them online at luckysstations.com. That's Lucky's with an S, stations with an S.com. Cups for Cops from Lucky's Stations. Hey, Barry, quick question for you. Do you know what the leading cause of foodborne illness is? Uh, my bad cooking? (laughs) Well, you're close. It's actually poor cleaning techniques and improper handling of food. These outbreaks, along with the illnesses caused by food allergens, can occur anywhere that food is served, even places like assisted living and child daycare facilities. Fortunately, most of these outbreaks can be prevented. Okay, Tom, well, how does BME help assisted living facilities and other companies maintain a healthy environment? Well, BME Labs is a distributor for 3M food safety test kits, but we do much more than that. Our experienced staff help our customers formulate a comprehensive food safety and allergen test plan. Don't wait for a foodborne outbreak to put your business in the news. Be proactive and contact BME Lab and Science today for the health of your customers and your business. Visit bmelabandscience.com. That's bmelabandscience.com. Remember, you don't know if it's clean until it's been tested. Welcome back, AM twelve eighty, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with another segment of the broadcast, we like to call the closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Six five one two eight nine four four eight eight is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter hashtag Narn Show hashtag N A R N Show for any comments or questions. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. The think pieces 
that are aimed at never Trump Republicans uh, are already starting 16 months ahead of Election Day, which in this in this day and age of, of politics, 16 months is essentially a whiff of time because, I mean, candidates are declaring themselves uh, running for president literally after a new Congress is sworn in. So basically January after a midterm election. I know. Political it, ad season is right upon oh, us. It's just... <laughs> Well, and and I'm old enough to remember when George W. Bush ran for president in, you know, when he was elected in 2000, he declared he was running like in October or November of 1999, basically one year yeah. before the before election day. Now it's a four-year process. It's insane. Yep. Yeah. I mean, yeah, so I, I'm, you know, as a political talk host, I can get into it because I'll have plenty of fodder. So I, I guess I shouldn't complain too much, but, you know, I... I do a show two hours a week, and I maybe write a few things at bradcarlson.org, you know, a couple, three days a week. So it's not like this stuff completely consumes my life or my or my time. So as such, I would rather not be bombarded with it. But Oh, you uh, will be, though. It's the reality we live in. It is. It is. So uh, Eugene Robinson, who is a uh, leftist, uh, he writes for the Washington Post, and he put out a piece this past week entitled, Never Trumpers Have a Decision. To make now, let me just clarify one thing. I was I was not a, a never Trumper. My thought going into 2016 was uh, I will never vote for a Democrat first and foremost for for president or for anything for that matter. I, I could be persuaded maybe for local office, okay, highly unlikely, but for president, never wasn't going to happen. Uh, so that was off the table. However, if I was not satisfied with Trump, I would just abstain from voting for president because I didn't. There weren't very many viable third-party candidates as far as I was concerned. So, but this is aimed toward people who will never vote for Trump as long as Trump is on the ticket for president. So Eugene Robinson writes, Never Trump Republicans and independents may be shocked to hear this, but the Democratic Party is likely to nominate a Democrat for president. That means they're not going to nominate someone who thinks exactly uh Excuse me, like a never Trump Republican. That's a great way to woo people, by the way, is say, look, you're a never Trump Republican, but you still hold Republican values. So here's some of the things on the Democrat side that could appeal to us. No, there's nothing about today's Democrats that would appeal to any Republican of any stripe. But yet they're saying, yeah, come on over and vote for us because that'll ensure Trump doesn't win. Well, okay. So never Trump Republicans saying it'll violate my value system if I vote against Trump. So you want me to vote for a Democrat and violate my value system. That that makes zero sense to me. But that's where we are. Break out the smelling salts. I think several refugees from the GOP pontificating on Twitter and nation's leading op-ed pages just fainted dead away. I, for one, have pretty much had it with a chorus of center-right voices braying that the Democrats are heading for certain doom and the nation for four more years of President Trump if the party picks a nominee who actually embraces the party's ideals. Um, so the party's ideals are abortion on demand up till basically the day before birth, like New York State just passed, or the Commonwealth of Virginia was proposing before that idea was shot down, or... Free health care for illegal immigrants, which on night two of the Democrat presidential debates, all 10 candidates raised their hands saying they would support free medical care for all legal immigrants. That's the party's ideals. Uh, I know it's a rival newspaper, Eugene Robinson, but you might want to read a New York Times piece of a poll that was taken that those people who consider themselves Democrats that don't use Twitter actually aren't for a lot of that. The majority of them who vote for Democrats. So how, do, does that mean they don't embrace the Democrat Party ideals either? Because you're leaving a lot of voters uh, out in the lurch. Uh, anyways, I'll continue with Eugene Robinson's piece. Anyone who watched last week's two-night candidates debate should be confident that the eventual Democratic nominee is virtually certain to support universal health care comprehensive and compassionate immigration reform, reasonable gun control measure, reasonable gun control, measures to address climate change and bold steps to address income inequality. This is classic leftist speak, symbolism over substance. Because the Republicans are going to address illegal immigration, 
The Republicans are going to address issues with guns. Republicans are going to address issues with income inequality. Okay? But when Democrats do it, it's like, well, it's a compassionate immigration reform or reasonable gun control. They never really give any specifics what that means because they can't. You know why? Because they would realize, oh, maybe these aren't in lockstep with American ideals. Maybe in New York and California, okay? But the rest of the country, which Democrats chide as flyover country, well, that's not as important to them. But they can't say that because they need those They need those states. Because whether they like it or not, and it's very clear they don't like it, we still operate under an electoral college system where electoral votes still determine who's president of the United States. Like, for instance, the, the situation at the border. You know, they, they you get these kooks like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez who are lauding some employees at Wayfair, the company who is supplying beds for these detention facilities down, down at the southern border. So they would rather have these women and children sleep on concrete in these detention facilities just to stick it to conservatives. Okay? Then it's like, all right, when people are flooding to the southern border and are seeking asylum and then their court date is set to have their asylum hearing and they don't show up for it because they're basically released in the United States, is that okay with you? that they just come across and just go into the United States and are never heard from again? Now, they can't say unequivocally yes, because that won't fly with a majority of voters. So they just say under the guise of compassionate immigration reform. Okay? But they never really address what that is. Reasonable gun control, we know what they're, we know what reasonable gun control is to them, but they try to define the terms. Like, for instance, I've brought this example up on the show many times before, that People who are on these arbitrary watch lists, like the no-fly list and the terrorist watch list, people, the majority of people on these lists have no idea they're on these lists, no idea why they're on these lists, and when they find out that they are, there's no way to adjudicate themselves off of these lists. Yet if Democrats had their way, they would, not allow, they would pass laws where people could not purchase firearms if they are not on these lists. So you're telling me you can yank somebody's constitutional right to own a firearm without due process? Because that's essentially what you're doing here. You're saying that people who have not been accused of a crime have not been charged with a crime, but you can yank their constitutional rights just because they're merely suspected. So much for due process. And yet, when you push back with that talking point, you get people like Senators Chris Murphy and Focahontas, a.k.a. Elizabeth Warren, saying, well, look at that. Uh, conservatives, gun, uh, gun, uh, gun rights people, they want to sell guns to ISIS. You can't reason with people like this. So, with all due respect, Eugene Robinson, people don't like Trump, not necessarily because of his policy issues. Yeah, there's some... You, you can have a moderate Republican, and Trump, I'm sorry, he's never been any, well, it's hard to say what po- policy positions he's taken, because he was he was pretty vague himself during the 2016 campaign, all right? But he surprised me in some areas, particularly with the legal constructionist judges, with striking down a lot of the insufferable regulations put forth in the Obama administration, obviously the tax cut bill was a huge boon for the for the administration. Yeah, there has been some areas where Trump has surprised me. He because a lot of the things that he's talked about in the past, he's been very progressive. Okay? His uh, standing up for life uh been very surprising for me. A little disappointed in some of the things that he said about the second amendment, particularly uh, suppressors which he fall he seems to fall into the progressive line are used as silencers in order to try to conceal crimes. That's not why suppressors are used on guns. It's a safety issue, particularly guns are pretty loud when you fire them, so it's to protect your hearing, okay? So I've been disappointed in some things with Trump, but what has bothered me the most, and Eugene Robinson makes a point in this column, is I wouldn't go so far as to say he's kowtowing to dictators like Kim Jong-un and Vladimir Putin, but he certainly isn't standing up to them. He's basically taking their word over the Americans' word, like taking Vladimir Putin's word over our intelligence agencies where there is unequivocal evidence that Russia absolutely interfered in the 2016 elections. And Trump is saying, well, you know, President Putin said he didn't know anything about it, so take him at his word. Really? Or the uh, awful death of Otto Warmbier, 
the Amer- young American man uh, detained in North Korea for stealing a poster was detained in a Korean uh, jail cell, North Korean jail cell, and then tortured and then ended up dying from his injuries when he was flown back to the United States. And President Trump said, well, Kim Jong-un said he didn't know anything about it. I take him at his word. All right? Yeah, that's a problem. And I, I take issue with that, certainly. But what am I? What is supposed to? So if I don't vote for Trump for re-election in twenty twenty, what am I? What? Why would I vote for a Democrat? Why would I vote for Democrats who pledge to take my money that I work hard for and give to people who aren't producing? Okay, why would I sign up for that? Why would I support a party who basically supports abortion on demand and? And does so under the guise of women's health. I'm doing women's health in scare quotes. Because I'm sorry, dismembering a baby eight and a half, nine months along into pregnancy, that's not health care. Okay? And no pediatrician will go on the record to say that an abortion at nine months is justified when a woman's health is in peril. Emergency birth? Absolutely. But there's and there have been pediatricians who have gone on the record saying this. There is zero health issues that a woman endures that would require an abortion at eight or nine months pregnancy. It's fantasy. So I'm sorry. If I'm not going to vote for President Trump for re-election in 2020, I have zero reason to vote for any of these Democrats that you're putting forth, unless it's someone like John Delaney, congressman out of Maryland. Who? Yeah, exactly. He's not getting any play because he's actually a moderate Democrat. He's not as far left. So this idea that Eugene Robinson says that uh, a nominee embraces the party's ideals. Uh, I don't think there are as many voting Democrats embracing abortion on demand and universal health care and just letting our border remain Swiss cheese. I don't believe that that's among the majority of the Democrat electorate. Okay, go back to the New York Times article that came out a couple, three months ago, where they basically spelled out saying the Democrat Party is not being well represented on Twitter because Twitter it's only represents the woke faction of the Democrat Party, the far left kook faction of the Democrat Party. Sorry, not on board with that. Not on board with that. And this is becoming a situation where these people where it's a binary choice. Well, if you don't support Trump, you have to vote for Democrat. But if you let's say, well, what if I vote for neither? Well, then you're basically supporting Trump's reelection, so you're nothing more than a deplorable. You can't win with these people. And again, these aren't very effective sales pitches if you say, look, you either are with us or... And by the way, that's interesting. They screamed up and down like poo-flinging monkeys when President George W. Bush was talking about the war on terror, basically saying you need to be with, you're either with America or you're against us. Okay? They pitched a four-star hissy fit over that. Okay? But yet now they're basically saying the same thing. If you're not going to vote for one of our nominees, the Democrat nominee, then you're basically ensuring Trump's reelection. Even though you claim to be against Trump, you're nothing better than a deplorable. Real effective sales pitch. Not going to work for you. I hate to break it to you. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Brad Carlson, the closer, coming back with one final segment this hour. Go nowhere. Except you've got that look in your eye when I'm telling a story. AM 1280, The Patriot. Hi, this is Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM 1280, The Patriot. And I'd like to remind you to spend your money wisely and use our loyal marketing partners here at this great station. Many of our clients are local businesses who live, work, and play right here in the Twin Cities, and their success in business is our success. For a list of our loyal marketing partners, go to am1280thepatriot.com or call us at 651-405-8800. We thank you for listening and supporting our partners. Midwest Fence is the type of fence company your brother, your uncle, your cousin, or your neighbor would recommend because they too went with them for their fence and figured out pretty quickly Midwest was the obvious choice. Not only were the costs kept low because Midwest Fence is the largest fence company in the state and thus buys in bulk and passes the savings on to you, but just the fact that this company has vastly more experience with fences than anyone else gives a person 
a certain peace of mind. Folks, they've been at this since Truman was president. Driving down the road in Minnesota, you see the handiwork of Midwest fence all around you. And those people who went with Midwest will tell you it was hardly a difficult decision. You won't find a greater variety of design options, nor more down-to-earth people ready to work with you. Midwest Fence, the ones your neighbors recommend. Learn more at MidwestFence.com. Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? If so, I've got the solution. Hi, I'm Tasha, owner of Forever Cleaning. We're family-owned and offer affordable, reliable office cleaning all over the Twin Cities metro area. So if your office is screaming for help, call me today. Let's get you scheduled for your free walkthrough so you can receive your free quote at 763-807-9817. If you mention this ad, you'll receive 15% off your first month of service. Again, call 763-807-9817. Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, EVRcleaning.com. Remember, forever cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. Get that rack shack attack, rack shack barbecue. To do you right, we take time for a barbecue flavor that will blow your mind. Get that rack shack attack, oh, rack shack barbecue. Make fresh daily cater to you. Homemade sauces, secret rubs too. It's America's food and the right thing to do. Get that rack shack attack, rack shack barbecue. Welcome back, AM twelve eighty, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. With me, Brad Carlson. Thanks for tuning in. One final segment this hour: six five one two eight nine four four eight eight is the number to call. And feel free to weigh in via Twitter hashtag Narn Show. That's hashtag N A R N Show for any comments or questions. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. I suppose you should check that hashtag to make sure there's no new tweets. Okay, we're all caught up. Uh, I want to wrap up this hour by say this past week I was uh, crestfallen by a post I read from Senator Norm Coleman on his uh, Facebook page. This was from uh, this past Tuesday. It's a long post, uh, but I won't, uh, and I linked to it at bradcarlson.org from a post earlier this week, but I'll read a few excerpts of it. Uh, One thing I have learned with the beast that is my cancer is that no single battle wins the war. With that in mind, my update to you is that the war has not yet been won, but it most certainly has not been lost. Six months ago, a scheduled follow-up PET scan showed a cancerous lymph node in my lungs. Metastatic stage 4 cancer in my lungs was not a welcome diagnosis. But three months later, after heavy doses of chemotherapy, the tumor was gone. There were no signs of cancer. But to ensure that we had crushed the beast, I underwent a program of intensive radiation Monday through Friday, five days a week for five weeks. My hope was that we had put a knife through the heart of the beast. But cancer is unrelenting. Following the radiation protocol six weeks ago, I had a follow-up PET scan in my mind just to confirm that the beast had been vanquished. To my horror, the scan showed a spot on my lungs, what my medical chart labeled suspicious recurrent disease. Another PET scan, another battle to fight. The hope was that it was simply radiation irritation from my last treatment. Five weeks later, we did a follow-up scan, and the spot had grown. Last week, they did a biopsy to determine more conclusively what we were dealing with. Unfortunately, there is now within my lungs cancer, which has decided to make itself immune from the treatment I undertook several months ago when doctors focused radiation in an attempt to kill the beast. I can say that they punched the hell out of it, but there's nothing faint of heart about this beast that is my cancer. It is stout, determined, and tough. Bev Coleman didn't raise her kids to be pushovers, and I'm not intending to give it any give any quarter in this war against the beast. I will, however, give up a quarter of my lungs. On July 15, I will undergo a video-assisted thoracoscopic a thoracoscopic lower, uh, left lower lobectomy, easy for me to say, which according to my doctor will deprive me 
of about 15 to 20% of my lung capacity. As I joked with a friend this afternoon, it simply means that if I were to run a marathon, that at mile 20, I would start to get winded. I will leave the marathons to others. I am blessed to live in Minnesota, home of the Mayo Clinic. I have great confidence and deep appreciation for my magnificent Mayo physicians and staff and the skill they bring to battling this monster. So, again, this was just um, an excerpt from Norm's post, and he basically comes to say that uh, he wraps up by saying, cancer sucks, I can't lie about it. There's other words that have been used to demonstrate defiance against the beast of cancer that I can't repeat here, but I know I have used, as have others around me who love and support me every single day. There's the physical toll it takes on the body, the loss of hair, appetite, energy, and a host of other indignities that are visited upon most of us who have found ourselves battling in this uh, treacherous war. And he wraps it up by saying, There will be another battle against the beast, and I am ready for it. To the beast, I say this to you, my war against cancer isn't won. Yet. So uh, I said this when I wrote about this, that this just shows the quality of individual that Senator Norm Coleman is. And I you know, I met him on a few occasions. I can't say that I know him very well. Um, but I've seen him from a distance for oh, 25 years. I mean, he first became mayor of St. Paul around the time I was moving out of St. Paul. The events were totally unrelated, by the way, Senator Coleman. <laughs> I just want you to know. And I voted for him. Uh, when he was elected senator, U.S. senator in 2002, and when he unfortunately lost in a vicious recount in 2008. And he's someone who has always carried himself with the utmost dignity. And he is someone who makes you feel better about his plight, almost like he's comforting us. Like, like, hey, it stinks, it's no fun, I'm going through all these physical Side effects, but you know what? It's all good. I'm going to battle this with every fiber of my being. He's had at least two or three other bouts with cancer within the past few years, and he's always continued to fight it. And this is just shows what a quality individual this is when he takes the time to detail the struggle and make us feel better about it and say, hey, I'm going to be good, but I would appreciate your prayers. I mean, he's humble enough to ask for prayers. Don't get me wrong. But when I first heard about this diagnosis, I like I said, I was crestfallen, but then I read this post, and I commented on it and told him, sir, you're an inspiration. You've been blessed with a tremendous amount of courage and compassion and perspective, and I've been praying for Norm and his family nonstop for the last several months. It's been part of my morning prayers every day, and uh, there's definitely no reason to cease, particularly at this point. So, uh, Senator Coleman, I don't know if he or any of his family may be listening, but if y'all are, just know that, uh, at least on our end, uh, the prayers will definitely uh, continue going forward. Uh, our number one is in the books. Our number two coming up right here, AM 1280, The Patriot, The Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Oh, yeah, we got a big second hour coming up in mere moments. You're just going to have to stay tuned to find out what. We'll look forward to it. See you in a bit. Closing time. Open all the doors and let you out into the world. Closing time. Offer not valid in all states or where prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Need cash now? Seems like the more you need something, the harder it is to get. Especially when you need it fast. Have you been turned down for a personal loan? Are your credit cards maxed out? Do you have bad credit? One of the nation's largest personal loan networks, GetCash.com, is the place to go when you need money fast. All you need is a checking account and a regular source of income. And you could get up to $5,000 discreetly with your computer or smartphone in as little as 24 hours. There's no paperwork needed to get connected. At GetCash.com, our lenders have lent hundreds of millions of dollars to people just like you. And now, you could get up to $5,000 deposited in your account as soon as tomorrow, regardless of your credit history. Get the cash you need fast at GetCash.com. That's GetCash.com. GetCash.com. 
Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy, some uncle I never knew, called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars, and they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called the Tax Doctor, and the Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called. The IRS, and they're able to work it out, so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy, and I'm happy too. Thanks, tax doctor. If you owe ten thousand dollars or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. Eight hundred nine one eight seven one six nine. Eight hundred nine one eight seven one six nine. That's eight hundred nine one eight seventy one sixty nine. This is Hugh Hewitt for Townhall.com. As we continue the long days of summer and celebrations like the 4th of July or family vacations, it is important to keep in mind that across large parts of the world, the idea of either freedom or leisure, much less both, is so far off as to be the stuff of legend. For us, it's a taken-for-granted annual ritual. We are so blessed that we often simply forget to count those blessings and marvel at their largely uninterrupted enjoyment for 200-plus years. No, we are not a perfect nation, not even close, but we are the best hope of mankind, exceptional for all of our history, and even more so as the world collapses in so many places into abject barbarianism. Our political leaders and our courts may disappoint. Our common culture may disparage our uniqueness. But the facts of history do not lie. In the face of our many imperfections, we should all give thanks for living in this time and in this country. Happy Fourth of July from all of us here at the Salem Media Group. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate leadership degree, offered on its most beautiful campus. AM 1280, The Patriot is W. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.